Welcome to Lagging Balls, a community-focused World of Warcraft podcast for the people, by some people, with your hosts, Thorn and Fist. Welcome, everybody, to the first installment of Lagging Balls, your World of Warcraft variety podcast. I'm Thorn. And I'm Fist. And when you've got life aggro, we're here to help keep your head in the game. I promise I won't keep saying that. You promise nothing. Ah, keep a lid on it, bad co-host. <gasps> anyway, this is our first Lagging Balls episode, and also our first time podcasting, if you couldn't already tell. Pretty sure they could tell already. It's also been like 30 seconds. Well, this is off to a great start. Our mission is to discuss and highlight as many aspects of the WoW gaming lifestyle as possible. Stuff like situational in-game etiquette, like what to do in specific WoW scenarios. Right. The best trade chat and blunders. Those are always fun. Wow relationship stories and queries so we can get some focus on the real people behind the game. Like you. Your listener questions. Once you start submitting them. Uh, funny raid stories because there's about a million of them. And the judgment panel. Oh, I'm excited about this. In which you submit an in-game conflict or disagreement and we pass final, official, and binding judgment that you can take to the bank. To the bank. Final official. That's what I like. That's my favorite part of it. It's final and it's official, and you have a third party who has decided on this conflict or disagreement, and you can go back to your friends and be like, look, these guys on the Lagging Ball podcast, they heard your problem, they came back, and they said that I'm right, so screw you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the end, we basically need your input to help make these things happen. Yes. This is as much your show as it is ours. But yeah. for our first episode, it's kind of mostly our show. <laughs> yes, because we've both been playing for a really long time. And uh, even though some have been playing longer than others... Like me. Yeah, right. The Wild Vanilla player. I get it. Yeah, just as long as you know. Uh, yeah, but we've both been playing for a really long time. We raid twice a week, every week. And in the course of doing so, we run into a lot of different in-game personalities. Well, most lists are about the seven worst PvPers or 72 jerks and well. We wanted to go all sunny and positive-like. That's why Lagging Balls presents the 10 best people you meet in World of Warcraft. Number one, the silent know-it-all. This, right. this is the kind of person who knows all the ins and outs of the game uh, pretty much entirely, but doesn't shove that fact in your face and always seems to pipe up when their knowledge is needed most. Okay, so I really like that about those people. Because at first, you don't really know who they are. You can see that they're good at what they do, like whatever they're playing. Usually they're like high on the meters, but like they don't talk. And even if they're in voice chat, it's it's like one or two words, but yeah. they always know what they're doing. So right, they're not like they're not like mean or anything. They're not like they're silent because they just don't say that much. Yeah, and usually that would be a problem in like a raid situation because you want everybody to be present in like voice chat, whatever you're using. And this person will hardly say anything. And, you know, you might misconstrue that as him being an asshole or him not paying attention, but he is so good and he knows all the fights and you don't have to explain anything to him that it's okay. Right. And they may be silent, but they'll, they'll speak up when the time is right. So if we're discussing the strat for a boss in a raid scenario um, and somebody's like, oh, you definitely need to make sure you um, clear this debuff, they'd be the one to speak up and say like, actually, no, keep that debuff because it... If you don't, it's going to do damage when you clear it, etc. Exactly. And, like, those kinds of people are always valuable. But sometimes you get this sort of not-so-silent know-it-all who's like, Oh, well, actually, you have to do it this way. And I know, because I did this <laughs> last night on my main. And, blah, 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 blah. 
and you end up not liking that person even though they're right but then you don't want to tell them that they're right that's definitely all about attitude okay number two the one who knows everyone even if this person isn't the best player to have on your team you can bet he knows like seven other dps at least three reliable tanks and a handful of healers and they're all online right now i love that me too they're so incredibly useful it's like you look at your friends list and you see that they're on you're like oh thank god that's like six people (laughs) (laughs) we had a really good friend who basically built our entire raid team the first time that you and i had a raid team together which unfortunately was in mists of pandaria it sure was good old mop that was our first raid team that we had of our own (laughs) Uh uh-huh and we were shorthanded and so we brought our one friend in and he just happened to have multiple characters and multiple other guilds so he had tons of people on you know through a variety of characters he could log on to one character and broadcast everybody and yeah. log into a different one and broadcast everybody else and yeah knew a ton of people now that that guy was kind of a bad example though because everybody he knew was kind of crappy well that's he was more of a pvp player though yeah i guess but <clears throat> he knew everybody and we ended up making some really great like long-term friendships through him that's true and that's what this whole game is all about which is why we like to focus on the people that's why this whole first section is about the people in particular because that's what makes the game for us mm-hmm. no not the playing not the the pew pewing or the, the transmog or anything like that it's just it's just you guys well there's a lot of that other stuff too but <laughs> okay so number three on the list is the helper And this is the person who's always online. Always. Always online. And no matter what this person's up to, they will always drop everything to help you get that last bit of quest completed. Not sure if they're really just nice or actually just really bored, um, but they're always online. They're always down to do stuff. Yeah, so you go on and and you do your garrison quests and, you know, that's that's over and done with. And now what? Well, yeah, I mean, there's a million things to do. And that's the other thing is there's so much to do that you can easily find yourself feeling like you're bored. Yep. Or that... Isn't it funny? There's so much to do. Right. You're so bored. We have a friend whose catchphrase is, what are you up to? Oh, I'm just bored. I'm bored. (laughs) You know who you are. But uh, yeah, so this is the kind of person who is kind of always down to jump in and help you know, or or if you don't, um, they they oftentimes have a little bit of number one, the the know it all part in them, uh, mm-hmm. because they often, you know, since they're always online, they've done a little yeah, bit of everything. They, they tend they to know literally them. know it all. Yeah, yeah. Those but two. you can also all, like always count on them just being in guild, or being online on your friends list, and if nothing else, maybe they want to go run something, maybe they want to go do, I don't know. PvP, maybe. Yeah. Or they could help wanna... your lobby character. That's true. Meet an objective. or some marinas. I don't know. Help you grab this one achievement. Yeah, but he's always there. Yeah. And, and you have to love that. Yeah. It's like, thank you for not having a life for me. <laughs> well, anybody called the helper, of course. <laughs> it's going to be quite helpful. Okay, so number four is also very helpful if you're in a guild. It's the guild fanboy or girl. This person isn't necessarily an officer yet, but they're so devoted to the guild and their guildmates that they're constantly promoting, recruiting, and contributing to the guild bank without even asking. And you can bet they're always wearing their tabard. Personally, I love this person. Well, you're a guild master, so. Yeah, well, that's, that's part of it, definitely. But I mean, I, 
I think I started out this way. You did. Yeah. I mean, early on, our our original co-guildmaster, who I founded our guild with, and I were both really fed up with the gigantic guild that we were both in at the time. And there were a number of really cool people that we met in that guild. Um, but I think I started out this way, and I think I got to know a bunch of those people because I was all fanboy about it. Yeah, and that made it easier for me to get to know you because you wanted to help everyone. Right, yeah. So when we started our own guild, we broke off from that, started our own guild, which is when shortly after I met you in our guild. And that's exactly it. I, you know, as I was kind of the co-guild master at the time because I helped co-found it. Um, uh, so the number two. Right. Number two. Not number one. <laughs> Right? At the time. At the time. But you started... This was a long time ago. This was 2008. Number two. I've grown up. A lot. I've come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely started out this way. We were all about the community from the very, very beginning. We built our whole guild on that idea in particular. That's our differentiator. That's the reason why, like we said, this is the, the, the people is the part that means the most to us because... I mean, we started a Facebook page outside of yep. the game because we specifically care about the guild, and you know, I, I was, just wanted to see what everybody looked original. like in real life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, that was that was your reason for it. Yeah. I just luckily we're all very attractive. <laughs> Best looking guild in it. I mean, strangely enough, we're all very attractive. <laughs> yeah, but I love that guild fanboy. I will always love that guild fanboy. I do too. Guild fan girl. Sometimes they can get a little annoying to me. I. I don't know, it's just, well, okay, it's it's great and awesome that they want to help out the guild so much, but it just, it gets to a point where it's it's a little too much, I don't know, I mean, I love the guild, I don't love promoting it, I don't like recruiting, so maybe, ipso facto, this person is awesome, because there seems to be a lot more people like me who just want to log on and be in the guild and take part in all the things in the guild bank and use all the guild money for my repairs. <laughs> but then there's always these people who just love the guild. Sure. But there's a there's a fine line, though. I, I, I agree with you to a certain extent. There's a fine line because the guild fanboy who joins the guild is there for a little while, talks a little bit, starts to talk a little bit more, starts to become a little bit more and more involved, and then becomes the guild fanboy. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. But the person who jumps in and is trying to be the guild fanboy or guild fangirl right away... Yeah. That's a little weird. Yeah, it's like maybe like, what kind of person were you in your old guild? Like, are you just trying to make up for something that happened? Yeah. Are you trying to like, go up and rank really quickly for some reason? Yeah. And you know, maybe that should be a separate list because we've seen every personality come through this guild mm -hmm. in, the, in the seven years or so that it's been around. Only seven years. <laughs> so next on our list is number five, the reliable tank and heals. This tanker healer is an amazing example of their chosen class, and when you have this person on your team, you know you have a solid foundation with which to build the rest of your healers or your tanks. You rely on them to know the fights and instruct other tanks or healers accordingly uh, without you having to intervene. Thank you, people who are these people. Oh my god. Thank you for being so good and awesome at what you do. Because I am one of those lazy DPS. I'm sorry, most of you are, because most people are DPS because you know our cues. <laughs> but thank you for the tanks and the healers who come in and they know what they're doing and they just do it. And you don't have to talk. And like, DPS are the most annoying people on the planet. And I'm one of them. And people expect that. 
you know? But when you have an annoying tank or annoying heals, it's completely detrimental to anything that you're trying to do as a group. Yeah, and one of the ways that can be the most annoying is to be completely unreliable. That's why it's important that the distinction of number five on this list is the reliable tank or heals. Sometimes that's even the same person. Yeah. Sometimes people just excel at supporting and leading, and that tank role is pivotal, and I think Blizzard has done actually a really good job of really mixing it up, because Mm -hmm. as I understand it, and I cannot speak from personal experience on this, but as I understand it, in older expansions, a lot of tankiness, a lot of tanking instances got very boring, uh, because a lot of it was just tank and spank, so the tank would just engage, stand there and build some threats, stand there and get hit in the face, and that's it. And then just swing away at stuff, pick up ads the whole time. It is, but I've heard about tanks getting bored before, but not so much in the last couple of expansions. Tanks have been much more engaged in the last couple of expansions, and I just feel like Blizz has done a great job of really catering fights to each of the three main roles, so that everybody, and even, so so there's tank and off tank, mm-hmm. and then there's, you know, the, the raid heals as well as tank heals, and then even on the DPS side, there's ranged and melee, yeah. and I feel like they've They've made really well-rounded instances and really well-rounded raid uh, encounters to take as many of those into account as possible. Yeah. Not everyone is going to cater to each, but no. there's some really interesting encounters that really make sure that people are on the ball. Yeah, and that's good too because that attracts more people into these more pivotal roles. And being reliable isn't just about being good either. It's about showing up on time. Absolutely. It's about knowing what you're doing before you get there. It's about, you know, talking to your fellow tank or talking to the other healers and, like, communicating, tell them what you intend to do, tell them what they should do, and and not expecting people to to tell you what to do. Right. I mean, think of our, our current raid team as it is. We've been tanking the attendance boss. We've been having some issues with having a full team. And the reliable tank that we've had show up every week and the reliable two healers that we have show up every week those are key people. Yeah. Even when we're filling the rest of the group from looking for raid, the looking for raid tool, it looks great to have one tank and a couple heals already in the group yes, it does. to help build the rest of the group. Because those guys are reliable. They always show up. They're yeah. always going to be there. It just so happens that our people who do show up are absolutely awesome at what they do. Um, but it, it would even you'd even settle for somebody who's not necessarily as top-notch as those guys mm-hmm. just because they show up reliably. Exactly. It's just that important. Speaking of important, number six, the wizard. This player is damn good at WoW. Leveling is like second nature to this person, and they seem to have every single class completely down. They're good at PvE, PvP, they're constantly topping the charts even when their gear isn't up to snuff yet, and you have no idea how the fuck they're so good at this game, but they are. So jealous of this guy. I am not that person. Not at all. No way. Nor am I. Not at all. We've been playing for a very long time, and neither one like of us are wizards, years. and we both feel like we should be wizards, which is one of the reasons we're so in awe of this person. Yes. You know them. You you know probably multiple of them in this game, mm-hmm. and depending depending on their attitude, you probably really like them or hate them. Yes. And in some in some ways, you kind of hate them no matter what, because they're just you that awesome. You always hate them And you're no so what. jelly, and you need to go to the jelly school Sometimes. because you're just so jelly. <laughs> but these guys are just, they are downright awesome at this game. Yes, they are. And they have... Everything. They're the type of people who have, like, every single class 
and every single profession on each character and they can like interchange them no problem they can jump on their tank they can jump on their heels they can jump on their whatever they can do anything at any time anywhere and the part that's the most amazing to me is that it all seems to come so naturally to them so like they have all these things they they know they're the people who back when i was still new to the game it already made sense to them that if you're leveling your profession of um, tailoring, that you should be leveling enchanting with it. That's the sort of thing I had to go look up yeah, and learn and too late and realize I just wasted a whole bunch of time leveling a profession that doesn't go with this other profession. And you know what? <laughs> Maybe that's our problem. Maybe we just got too used to looking stuff up. Maybe. Maybe these people just learn, Some you know? people just get the game like, a lot better. In fact, that's going to be a running theme that we're going to come back to yes. probably on this podcast. Because we have a lot of theories about that. Yes. A lot of theories. Yeah, but in, in the meantime, number seven is the PvP master. The PvP master. The PvP master loves PvP. It'll take down everyone in their path, and if you need to do some PvP yourself, this is exactly the kind of person you want in the corner. They're obsessive. obsessive. They don't mind explaining the ins and outs of the fight, what you need to get optimized, um, and a nice little side effect of their PvP obsession is that they're just praying to hear from someone in the guild about being ganked, or complaining about fighting someone, um, so that just so they can jump up, drop their ship, and come to your rescue. Yes, and let us just say for the record right now, we suck at PvP. <laughs> We're terrible. We are awful. If you like hooked up a heart monitor to us while we we're doing PvP, you'd think that there was something completely wrong. <laughs> we get sweaty, we get twitchy. My hands start to shake. He shakes, I start screaming. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I said, I'm a lazy PvP. You usually just give up, though. You don't. I give up so much. I let them kill me, and I just move on with what I was doing. <laughs> but if I say in guild chat, you know, I'm being ganked over here, the PvP master will say, where? Yeah. And we're thankful... When? Let's do this. ...to know a couple of these guys. Yeah. And they happen to be really damn good, and they love world PvP... Um, they're probably out there doing a little bit of ganking themselves. Uh, yeah, just, but just that's okay because we know them. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter to <laughs> us. Uh, but, um, but for these guys, hearing about ganks, hearing about world PvP, any conflict with the opposing faction is just butter. Mm -hmm. And it's the best when you just you watch them from afar take out this asshole who's been like making your life hell. Yeah. Oh, and then doing it again and again, and then you like land and you like get some shots in, and you're like, yeah, that'll teach you for messing with me. Yeah, I main Red Pally, and everybody knows that Red Pallies have their second life when they can lay on hands and completely re refill their life. And in any PvP encounter in which I've ever come anywhere close to being any sort of effective or triumphant. It's always been because I saved my own ass at the last <laughs> second because the other guy was always going to take me out first. Yeah. And once in a while, I'm able to burst him down, heal myself back up, and then continue to hammer on his head while he tries to run away. But that's the only time that really happens for me. Yeah. Mostly because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm really bad don't. at it. And you are. I just don't understand how, how to PvP. You don't. And for me, I'm a frost mage, so I'll blink. I will blazing speed away. I will... You know, freeze him down, I'll polymorph him, just basically go on the sort of defense and just, just keep running. And uh, that doesn't it doesn't usually work no. out too well. No, it really doesn't. I'm quite uh, squishy. <laughs> but um, 
But yeah, so that's why you want to know at least one PvP Master. And the cool thing about the PvP Masters that we know, they're sort of like double agents. So they can go over on the Alliance side because we play Horde. And, uh, Horde for life. Yeah. And sort of, uh, you know, get the inside scoop on what's going on over yeah. there. Like, who's who's ganking us? What's going on? Where are they? Sometimes Who are they instigate. They? Yeah. <laughs> they're really inst good instigators, too. They are. And speaking of good instigators, number eight, the talent. This person is always on. They are especially hilarious in voice chat and usually bring people together in a group because they're naturally always willing to fill the void when conversation lulls. See, see what I did there? <laughs> yeah, That's I funny. Yeah, I gotcha. Can kind of be full of themselves and have a bad tendency to talk during raid mechanics because they like to hear the sound of their own voice. Sure, yeah. yeah. But they are talented and the talent is undeniable and that's... One of the reasons you keep them around, mm -hmm. I mean, hopefully they have more personality than that. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, they are, like you said, especially hilarious in voice chat. So that that kind of personality can be, it can bring people together. It can also be a little divisive Exactly. Because voice chat is where they shine. And if you bring in pugs and they hear the talent going on about something dumb, you know, <laughs> either, either they're going to say, okay, this is funny, I want to stay, these guys seem awesome, or they're going to say, this is stupid, I want to leave right now. And then maybe you never, you know, maybe we didn't want to play with that person anyway. <laughs> well, that's, we should clarify, that's, that's a little bit of a specific situation, because for our raid group, talent, the talent is very much the driver of the energy level in voice chat. Yeah. Um, he happens to be our raid co-lead, <laughs> uh, so he can be a little nuts. Yeah, um, or a little drunk. Very drunk. Not even, don't even, just, it's a lot definitely drunk. a very, a lot of drunk. A whole lot of very many drunk. Very many drunk. <laughs> he is all of the drunks. Yeah. <laughs> and in that case, it, it ramps up throughout the uh, raid night, which which means that the talent can turn even, even further on mm -hmm. and be even more entertaining toward mm -hmm. the end of the night or get really bad really fast. Real bad. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of pugs leave because they couldn't take the talent yeah and that's that's been fine actually like that, that's <clears throat> not really been too much of a problem because you know we're too busy having a grand old time anyway yeah so. i mean if you enjoy the talent if you like their brand of zany energy <laughs> then then you're lucky to have them <laughs> absolutely we really enjoy these people we do as do we also enjoy the number nine on the list the pro actor the pro actor always wants to run stuff. He always wants to do LFRs during the week, some dungeons, some old raids, transmog runs, PvP, his old quest he had saved in case he met all his lockdowns by Wednesday. This guy is the, or girl, is the person who's always down to go get something done. Yep. He's always doing something. You're always like, hey man, what's up? Oh, I'm just doing this thing, and then I'm going to do this thing and that thing. Yeah. Oh, do you want to run a dungeon? Because I'm, I'm waiting to do this as well. And this person is great because, especially right now, between, like, patches, like we were saying, like, it, it, it's kind of, it's not boring right now, but we just, we need some new stuff. Yeah. This person never really needs new stuff. Yeah. This person will go and pet battle, this person will go and collect achievements, like, this person's just always doing something, and I really admire these people because they really get everything out of the game. Yeah. Always. Like their money's worth when they log on, they're not wasting time. They're just they're they're out there and doing all these things, and and they get the coolest stuff. Yeah, they always have the coolest things because yeah. they've they've done every little quest that has every little thing. And that's why that's one of the things that's most impressive to me about them is that it seems like they always have a plan. 
Yeah. So they they log on and they're like, hey, what's up? What are you What are you up to today? And they they're like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna do this. Um, but at the same time, they're just always so enthusiastic to do stuff that if you say you're doing something else and invite them along, they're generally gonna want to come. Yeah. Um, unless it's like one of those things where they you know have a limited amount of time and they're trying to get a specific objective. So, yeah. I mean, but yeah, but then if you're bored, you can always join them. Right. You're like, oh, what are you doing now? So like, oh, I'm gonna go and run this old raid for transmog, blah blah blah, and then you can go with them, and then you've got like half an hour of doing fun stuff yeah. that you never would have thought of otherwise, <laughs> ever. Yeah. So number ten, and this one's very important. Number ten is the Rock. This is a no nonsense person, and they're at their best in a group situation when things get out of hand. Like in every single LFR every ever. This player is usually a bit older, doesn't have to be, but usually, and is very calm and collected with the ability to somehow calm everyone down and make them shut up with just a few choice words, like herding cats, <laughs> like it's amazing. This player is also usually the first to initiate a vote to kick. Interesting. No nonsense. Mm. This person's acting up, you're out of here. Yeah. And I love these people because, you know you get into an LFR and everything's going poorly as usual. But then people start like nitpicking or like this healer didn't do that and like I hate you, I hope you die, I'm going to figure out where you live, you know, just all that stuff. And like once people get into it in, in like the chat, the rest of the raid suffers. Yeah. And then like you've sort of carved out half an hour maybe to do this LFR. It's going to turn into a s three days. Right. So this person, if you're lucky enough to have him her they they're able to like string together the most logical series of words and and you know not necessarily like swearing not in caps just like telling these people to calm down and what to do next and people will listen yeah it's an uncanny ability really logical. and when you <clears throat> when you have them in a group you you can really tell they're, they're not always the most outspoken, no. necessarily. They don't have to be. Sometimes they're topping the charts and they haven't said a single word and they won't say anything yeah. until the shit starts to go down. Mm -hmm. And then The Rock does what The Rock does. And and usually The Rock is is either top top of the charts or like, you know, top ten, something like that. Because he has to be. Because if he isn't, he doesn't have any clout and people won't listen to him. Sure. Because people don't listen to you in LFR unless you're near the top of the charts. It's somewhat true, yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> I don't say anything if I'm below 10 spot. So, we've got one more. I know we said this was 10. I've got 11. This is a bonus. Bonus. A huge throbbing bonus. <laughs> the lovable asshole. An acquired taste will not be friendly to you. But if you stick it out, they will eventually respect you in their own way. Comes in very handy when people are hassling you in LFR or anywhere else because this person will call out that person and rip them a new one without batting an eye. Yes, and this this person has elements of a few of the others on this list, which is yeah. why they're kind of a bonus. This person tends to be very good at the game. Very good. This, ten, this person tends to be a very interesting personality. Sometimes a little bit more outspoken, but not usually the outward look-at-me type, mm -mm. but very much the kind who will often be off-putting at first. Yeah, you might you might really, really hate him. Yeah. And that's that's why they're the lovable asshole, because this guy's an asshole. Yeah. This guy's like, a straight-up asshole. He doesn't make any bones about no, it. No, no. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, once you get to know him, it turns out that he's lovable, um, because 
there's actually some likable, amiable person underneath, yeah. and that a lot of the assholery is a bit of a smokescreen. Yeah. Some of it is just a little bit of a defense mechanism. Sometimes a bit of it is um, even just a social thing. Yeah, um, and and this person really comes in handy for people like us who aren't as we have a hard time saying what we're feeling to people just because we don't want to start anything. We know that... Well, you have a hard time. I do. Oh, well, I am Canadian after all. I have a hard time shutting up. Yeah, but, you, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't like... If somebody was hassling you in chat, you wouldn't call them, like, a bitch, mm -hmm. necessarily, unless you were really riled up. But if the lovable asshole is in the group with us, they'll straight up just call this person a bitch, you know? But like, in an eloquent way that's funny Yeah. and... Even if you're the one being called a bitch, it's still so funny and engaging that you kind of even kind of even don't even necessarily mind that much. No, not really. So it's kind of disarming and that's in that way. And that's one of the ways that they respect you in in their own way is when they stick up for you like that. Like you know that they'll t like gladly just turn around and call you an asshole right back. <laughs> right. But but if they call somebody else an asshole for you, it's nice. Right. It can become something sweet. Yeah, and this you know this. This works well in the game because um, you've got a variety of personalities. This is one of those ones that can be a little outspoken, can be a little bit grating, um, but in an enjoyable way. The, the differentiator yeah. here is that this person may be outspoken, they may be grating, but you're going to enjoy your time mm -hmm. with this person. And they're going to play the game, you know? <clears throat> like, they're not just there to make your life miserable and suck like a lot of people seem to like to do. That's true. It's an important person, that lovable yes. asshole. Thank you. Lovable asshole. Thank you, lovable asshole. LB Newsline. News you can use, unless you refuse. So this week we had a dev wa uh, water cooler about itemization in 6.2. Devs put out a blog about upcoming raid, raid loot itemization, and basically it covers three areas. Okay. Okay, so stay with me on this. First area is personal loot. The second one is about secondary stats, and the third is about item level ramp up. All right. Okay, so personal loot. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this stuff because you, you can go read the blog and we'll put the link in the blog notes. Okay. Or in, a, I'm sorry, in a, the blog link in the show notes. The blog link in the show notes. <laughs> All right. So that you can take a look for yourself. But the the main parts are that in personal loot, they want to make it more comparable, uh, rewards wise, to using things like master loot or group loot. What? So basically when you're raiding, uh -huh. um, like for example our raid, we use master loot, right? Right. So I have to stay behind after we kill every boss and have everybody roll on this or that piece of loot, right? right. But if you do LFR, it's personal loot, so you, you have loot that drops just for you. Yeah. And you might use an extra roll on it or whatever. Either you get a piece or you don't, but it's all up to you, it's personal, right? Right. Okay. So if you use that in a real raid situation, like for a normal raid, you're getting less loot drops per group than you would in a master loot situation. So this is going to even that out. Oh. So the idea is that personal loot in a raid group situation will yield the same rewards as master loot. And basically, I very much appreciate that. Um, it's kind of it's kind of a quality of life change. So if we were to choose to do personal loot instead of master loot, then everybody could roll on their own stuff and not be competing for it. Like therefore, all of those cloth pieces that you miss out on, all of them, all of them, all the time. Um, just because we happen to be kind of cloth heavy and you happen to have really, really bad rolls all the time, <laughs> um, you would instead be just rolling yourself. Okay, you. okay, so, I mean, that's great, but that kind of takes some of the 
edge out of rating, doesn't it? Yeah, maybe. But I mean, it's probably good for groups, and I'm not saying that we're going to move to this, but it probably makes more sense for groups that are pugging, or where the entire group is a pug, oh, yeah. or it's like an alt run or something like yeah. that. I mean, this way you don't have to like take all this time and do... Yeah. And that's the worst when you get like the one-time pug who joins the group and is fully aware that he's going to get to roll in a piece. Yeah. But this person sucks and they're an asshole. <laughs> and they're <laughs> going to they're going to leave right after the boss and they take the piece that the veteran guildmate really uh, really yes, needed. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I see. You up the whole time, yeah. I see. And that's by the way, the person who sucks and is an asshole is part of a whole different list. Yeah. You can go ahead and suck all you want. That's fine, because how else are you going to learn? But if you're an asshole on top of it, you can take off. Yeah, but I think this this personal loot change is a good quality of life change, in my opinion, because honestly, j even just this past week, there's still trash in Blackrock Foundry that I hadn't even seen until recently, because I've always been at the previous boss handling loot. Yeah. And if we're going to be doing things like alt runs, and I mean, yeah. we've been talking about all the other alts that we have to bring up, those sorts of things, I would like to not be stuck doing master loot for a bunch of people I don't know in an all run. This sounds like a you problem. <laughs> Clearly not, because the devs had a water cooler to address this in particular. Fine. So, in addition to that change, they're also going to be just increasing the drop rate for personal loot. So, I'll increase your drop rate. <laughs> hey, that's a post-show kind Ooh. of thing. But um, also um, pre-show. The idea, the idea of the increased drop rate. Having trouble focusing here. <laughs> uh, the, the idea of the increased drop rate is that when you are on personal loot, there's less loot dropping than in group or master loot. So this okay. is going to even it out so it's as close to even as possible. I like close to even. Yes. Second part, uh, oh, okay, so actually the last part of about personal loot is about a UI update. So I, they haven't specified exactly how this is going to work, but they want, the point is that they want to celebrate the rewarding of personal loot and make it more celebratory. I like that. As the awarding of a piece uh, of loot by the loot master, and make it kind of a more more of a social experience. So right now, if you do something like a, an extra roll on a boss and you get a piece of loot, people have to be looking at that loot window to see it appear as you get it. Right, but not necessarily because I'm always telling people when I get something. Of course, yeah. But I'm mostly telling people when I get gold and exactly how much gold I got. <laughs> Because I'm pissed off. You and everybody else. But the point is that this is now going to some way in the UI announce to the group what you just won. Okay. So. I like that. Yeah, because otherwise, if we all switch to personal loot, then everybody would get their own piece, and then, you know, all of the personal loot would just scroll right up in, in yeah. the, the loot window as super fast. And just as it does now, if you if you personal roll on something in the midst of some a bunch of other people rolling on a piece that's been listed by the master looter, nobody's going to see it because right. all of the rolls just went past, just moved the whole screen up. Okay. This is, again, they haven't specified, but somehow they're going to make it a more social experience um, with use of the UI. Oh, I hope there's fireworks. <laughs> no? <laughs> Maybe. You never know with Lizzie. So the second part of the Dev Water Cooler was about secondary stats. Quote, We've decided to shake things up with how secondary stats appear on raid loot in this patch. Unquote. Okay. Basically, what this means is there's going to be a wider range of high and low secondary stats. So all of those things, the multi-strike, uh -huh. the you know bonus armor, all of these sorts of things that are secondary stats are going to be... They're not going to be as straightforward as now. So right now, you're gonna you have a piece that drops. It's a plate helm, and everybody knows that, that plate helm is gonna drop, potentially drop from this raid boss, right? Right. Now, right now, you know it's gonna have a set of secondary stats on it, 
which you don't know what those are going to be, but they're going to be a certain range. So it's going to be 146 stamina and 212 intellect or something like that. Okay. Um, or not, no, those are bad examples. Those are the main <laughs> really stats. All right, so 212, like, multi-strike, right? <laughs> right. And either that's a good, useful stat for you or not. And if it's not, I mean, we don't have things like the the thing where you'd change the secondary stats. What was that called? Where you'd go to that guy next to the transmog guy. Oh, Oh, they just got rid of it. I anyway, it doesn't matter. Anymore. The point is, it doesn't exist anymore, so you can't change those secondary stats. Now, that means that a piece that drops right now is either good for you or, or not so good for you. It's still going to be a higher item level, right? Right. If it's an upgrade for you, it's a higher item level. But they wanted to make things feel a little bit more unique, like back in the day. So, they're walking a fine line here. The idea is that back in the day, you might get a piece of mail with strength on it and like you know most people who are wearing mail aren't necessarily going to need strength so it was kind of a, an odd item combo now in this case what they're trying to do is find pieces like that that are a little bit more on the unique side that feel a little bit more tailored to you as an individual kind of more unique drop but that still fit all the stats that you need cool yeah so it's trying to walk the line between the newer stats system and making things feel unique to the individual players i like that i, I really appreciate blizzard's endless journey to find the perfect loot system and the perfect not very well but the perfect they never stop improving upon everything it's what it's all about and it's the loot it's all about the loot it's all about the loot what does that sound familiar it's from our our friends at the convert to raid i like those guys (laughs) it's all about the loot baby it's pool (laughs) good good podcast plug for the convert to raid podcast go check them out they're good guys do it the third piece in the Dev Water Cooler is about item level ramp up. And basically, the idea here, the long and short of it, is that right now, if you go in, into Blackrock Foundry and you fight Gruul, a certain item level is going to drop from Gruul. But as you get further into the raid, the item level is going to increase. So right now, I'm sorry, I'm getting that backwards. This is how it's going to be. Okay. So there, right now, fighting Gruul, you're going to get a certain item level. And then by the time you get all the way to Blackrock, or Blackhand, that item level is actually going to be the same. So if you're in normal raid mode and you fight all the bosses throughout the raid, you're you're working for loot of a certain item level that's all the same throughout the entire raid. So what a lot of groups are doing is they're actually taking their entire team and instead of working and banging their heads against the wall to try and down Blackhand on normal, they're just going to move up to Heroic because the, the loot that drops from Gruul is the next right. tier of item level well, that's higher. That's what we've been doing. Right. So, and why wouldn't you? Because that's higher item level. Right. And it helps you, it'll help you go back and down black hand on normal because now you're well equipped for it. But what they're going to do now is make the item level ramp up as you go. Cool. So rule is one item level. And then by the time you get to black hand, that's going to be a higher item level. Okay. I think I like that. Yeah. I think that it's going to make going into whatever style of rage you're doing more rewarding and like more to look forward to because the worst part is when you you have a pugged group or some people that you only raid with sometimes and they're in varying stages of like normal to heroic to mythic and you want to do normal because that's pretty much all you can do right now and they don't need anything so maybe this will fix that a little bit right It, it really kind of makes a lot of sense um, especially to try and keep teams on the right track. They obviously they want teams to go through and, and do the full content, and they 
it, I don't know that they necessarily don't want teams to skip around. I don't, there's nothing wrong with that. No. But they want they didn't want it to be incentivized for them to have to go do that. So it makes sense. It really does make sense. And I love when they do these these dev water coolers because it's just a nice it's a nice rundown. I mean, as big a fanboy as I am about Blizzard and as you are about Blizzard and Warcraft in particular, we always want to know what the devs are thinking, what yeah. they're talking about, and this is exactly and it's, that. It's nice to know what's coming. Exactly. Special segment time! Oh, so special! A special segment packed with that special sauce. Mmm. Alright, look. What? I am completely obsessed with Heroes of the Storm. I know. You have to try it. What? Ugh. Listen, look, look, look. You have to. We game together all the time. You have to try this with me. Yeah, but there's just so much going on in WoW. And there's so many things for me to do. So many transmogs for me to put together. Plus, I don't really like MOBAs. No, look, look, look. look. Okay, look. I'm going to give you the rundown of why you should join join in this with me and why you should jump in. Okay, okay. okay. So, for one, it's, easy, it's the whole Blizzard's easy-to-learn, hard-to-master thing. So, it's easy to jump in. It's easy to figure out. There's a variety of different characters to choose from. They're all from the Blizzard universe, right? Which is right. cool because so the I characters you know, right? I am aware of them. Exactly. There's mages in there. There's I tanks. like there's mages. There. You know how much you like mages. Uh, it happens that she's even a frost mage, and the newest guy is even so a fire mage. Okay. That's okay. You can look beyond that. But it's very much kind of Super Smash Brothersy. How is it like Super Smash Brothers? Well, it's okay. So it's a gathering of characters from throughout the Blizzard universe, right? Okay. So just like how Super Smash Brothers is Mario and Luigi, and then also Link from Zelda, and then also Kirby. Who else? <laughs> <laughs> but in Are Heroes you gonna of list the Storm, no. In Heroes of the Storm, it's got you've got. Can we talk from... about Smash Brothers? No. <laughs> but that's the idea, is it's all the characters that you know and love, and they all come together to beat each other's asses. Okay. Mercilessly. Okay. Okay. That sounds fun. Yeah, and the matches are short enough to be easy to get in and out, but they're long enough to feel like a real amp... So you get to feel a real amp up of power. So they're a good size, talent. you'd say. I'd say they're a good size. And that's not just a nice way of saying it's small? Right. <laughs> also, open beta just started, so... So anybody can play. Right, and you're not going to be... It's not like you're jumping in and you're late to the game. Everybody's just starting out right now. Okay. I shouldn't say everybody. There's a few million who've been playing Thank since you. Alpha and Beta. But there's a ton more who are just starting out now, so it's a really good time for it. Okay, so if I signed up now and I went and I played the thing, I'd be playing with people who have been avoiding it, like me, or are just starting out, and I wouldn't feel like a complete moron all the right. time because there'd be other morons. Like me playing. Exactly. Okay. All right. You're not a moron, honey. Thanks. <laughs> okay. But it's also not like, I mean, I was turned off, but personally, this is just my opinion, I was turned off by some of the other MOBAs, and this is very much, they took all of the elements that I found to be annoying or difficult or hard to get over as a, like a learning curve or as just a intro point, mm -hmm. and they... They, they clearly took all of those into account when they created this game, and they overcome all of them. Well, Blizzard has a, has a way of doing they that. They really do. They, they know how to improve on a model. So, um, so they, this is MOBA -esque. special. It's MOBA-esque. They call it a Heroes Brawler. MOBA improved. Yeah. MOBA 2.0. Blizzard touched. There you go. It's got the Blizzard touch. Which shot touched, but Blizzard touched? Yeah. <laughs> and instead of getting really angry or jealous, it just gets like... <laughs> easy... And then hard. Yes, exactly. And then rock so, hard. So, are you going to try it? Okay. 
I'm convinced to at least try it, especially since open beta is now open. I'll spend some time there this week and then I'll report back how it goes. Deal. Is that okay? It's... Are you gonna stop hounding me now? Yeah. Every time I look over at you, you're playing heroes? Yeah. And maybe I could be a hero too? <laughs> you could be my hero, baby. I can be your hero, baby! <laughs> Please don't go there. <laughs> I just did, you and really, I won't stop. You really just did. That just happened. It happened so hard. Thanks for lagging balls together with us today. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. And for YouTube and Google+, search for Lagging Balls Official until we have 500 followers and then we'll get a custom URL. Ooh, if you enjoyed the show, the easiest way to help the show is to rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. We truly appreciate it. Special thanks to bensound.com for all the music used on this show. And be sure to catch us next week on Lagging Balls! Selfie, selfie, selfie! Take a selfie of yourself, you piece of shit, and win two motherfucking tickets to BlizzCon! Motherfucker! Take a selfie of your own badass in-game each week and win fabulous fucking prizes! All your lazy ass has to do is find the location shown on the weekly competition and match it with your own selfie! Submit your pick to the competition and that's all the hell there is to it! So get your avatar ass in-game and start snapping them selfies, bitch! Get the link in the show notes and get to shooting! Now, prepare to dive into the mind of your typical mage with Mage Confessions. I wish my garrison had walk-in closets. I sneezed and blew all my cooldowns. Water Elemental, thanks for having my back, but don't make me dismissing you awkward for both of us. Is there a polite way for me to tell you that I don't think Slowfall will work on you? I turned him into a sheep, but he kept coming on to me. Maybe you should consider displaying your helm. Follow Mage Confessions on Twitter at, at Mage Confessions. <laughs>